go. There we are. Congratulations, we made it. Welcome to Monday. Excited to be here, excited to be sharing, excited to see so many wonderful, beautiful people already. We're just, as always, going to wait for the last few people just to arrive in the room, get themselves ready. Abby, thank you for being here. Colin, as always, appreciated. Fabienne, wonderful to see you again. Tim, Victoria, thank you so very much. I'm just looking down here at the list of people coming into the room. It's Monday. It's beautiful weather outside. I hope you have sunshine where you are. So you give it 30 seconds. Good afternoon, Darren. On a scale of one to 10, for all you wonderful people that are here, how are we feeling about this week? One terrible, 10 fully you know, primed, ready to go. How are we feeling about this week? Got some tens, got some eights, strong nine. Nice, strong nine. What what's stopping it from being a ten, Victoria? If it's a strong nine, what would make it a ten? Good to see you, Rihanna. Thank you for joining. I hope I pronounced that right. Not having so many back to backs. Agreed. We've talked a little bit about that inside the time management side of things. Let's just make sure, you know, one thing we can be making sure of is you know, giving ourselves a little bit of breather to decompress from one meeting and declutter and then get those things off, you know, captured on the right lists uh, and, and stored in the right way and then give ourselves a few minutes to get to the next session so actually we've got a clear mind. Next week is better. Nice. Good. Let's dive in. Can I make sure I've got all the right pens in the right places? Welcome to today's Sticky Learning Lunch with me, Nathan Simmons, Senior Leadership Coach and Trainer for MBM, Making Business Matter, the home of Sticky Learning and the provider of leadership development and soft skills to the grocery and manufacturing industry. The idea of these lunches is to give you 20 to 30 minutes of micro learning is going to help you be the best version of you in the work that you do from wherever you are right now whether that's at home or whether that is that you've returned to the office or that you're you know in the middle of those two spaces just some core content that's just going to help you raise your awareness raise your thinking and raise your impact so first things first let's get you set up for success as always mobile phones let's make sure they are on flight mode a little aeroplane is lit, zero out of distraction, 100% attention. Also, as always, fresh page, fresh thinking. Let's make sure you've got a nice clean sheet there so that you can document your thinking. Top of that page, you're gonna write keepers, and these are the things that you wanna remember, that you want to be reminded of, so you can reignite that new thinking when you go back and reread it. Drinks, I've got my herbal tea here. Make sure you're hydrated and you're keeping the brain lubricated. Before we even dive into this, I'm going to make sure that I do this now with you right now. If you have not signed up for tomorrow's session, the link for tomorrow's Sticky Learning Lunch is going to be in the chat box now. If you haven't registered, now is the time to go and make sure you are registered for tomorrow to make sure you're in the room live for hurdle number seven as we bring time management to a close tomorrow. So that link's gonna be available in the box for you. I just wanna make sure you've got that link, you're primed ready for tomorrow, so you're gonna to be receiving that information. Where are we going? 
I think that's everything. I think that's everything. I think we're prepped for today's session. What are we covering today? This is hurdle number six of the time management training session, which is all about scheduling. And it's all about making sure that you're getting the right things in the right places so that you can take the action at the right time or be reminded to take the action at the right time. Quick flow through what we've already covered. I'm going to do this quite small because I've got quite a bit to cover up here. We've got capturing. These are the points where the information comes in, whether that's our email, a text message, whatever is coming in. The next thing here, he says, is emptying. Making sure we're clearing our capture points. We have deleting. Is making sure that we're stopping things from coming into that flow if we don't need it because it's wasting our time, or making sure we're removing things that don't need to be there. Emptying then comes down to listing, making sure that we're taking things off of here and putting them into the relevant list so we know where they are to take the action. In here, we then have storing. And then we also have over here what we're going to be covering today with our scheduling. And then we also have our action. So as the saying goes, all, all roads lead to Rome, but when it comes to time management, all roads lead to action. Okay. So these are the flow of the, of the seven hurdles we often experience and where they come in. And we've already covered a lot of these and we're now getting into the scheduling side of things. The key part, and this is a lesson, a vital lesson that I've learned uh, repeatedly in previous jobs and previous experience, is the first thing that we need to be looking at is making sure that we've got a centralized point. How many people here are managing more than one diary? Yes or no, if you're managing more than one diary. Yes, home and work, good, yes. Yes, good, lots of yeses. Who here is managing them on separate systems? So both of those diaries, those calendars, are completely separate of each other, yes or no? Yes, yes. Who here then has experienced a challenge in those where you've forgotten to put one thing on the other and you've caused yourself a double booking? Yes or no? Yes, yes. <laughs> and it is frustrating, um, a, because you know it's your own actions that have caused this to happen. It was an oversight um, caused by yourself in this. There is no one else to blame. There, you know, it's because you then feel you maybe let the other person down because of that 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 lack of foresight or you know, the ability to, to sync those two elements. Who here's experienced these emotions come, that are coming up when they've been in this experience? Yes or no? It's painful and it's a painful lesson to keep learning. So what we talk about is, or the ideal is, that we have our capture points, we empty them, and when we want to get them into a schedule, that we have a centralized point where we can see everything that's going on. 
we want to give ourselves as much support as possible in making sure that we can take the, all the actions we need to get done. The moment that we start to separate things and we start to pull them apart, it becomes just that little bit more difficult because we're having to constantly look at two things and try and calibrate what's going on to make sure we take the right action. Does this make sense so far? And I'm just gonna flip, just check on my slides in a minute. I'm gonna share my screen in a second. I'll give you a prime example. Previous job that I was working in, um, and I've been working in multiple, um, there's multiple elements of the work that I do. I was working full time pretty much over here. Um, I'm also working as a trainer, this was some time ago, um, with MBM. I'm also running my own business over here but I'm trying to manage two different diaries because I've got the work diary over here for the day job and then I've also got my extra um, responsibilities over here as I've started to transition. And I'm trying to keep certain things separate because this is my diary, this is my work, this is what, you know, and this is the, this is the day job. And then what would happen is I would have something coming over here, but because it wasn't in front of me on my, um, where I was on my nine to five, reminding me at lunchtime that I would be doing this, I would then fall down over here and a prospective client, I'd be then late for that conversation or the conversation wouldn't happen. And then I'd be frustrated at myself because I actually haven't, you know, delivered on the promise that I said to them. You know, I haven't set an expectation clearly with them. Or I've got something over here, you know, in my personal diary that's outside of, you know, the nine to five. It might be a webinar or some training that I'm doing, but then that clashes with something that's going on over here on the home diary, you know, with what's going on with my daughter. So maybe I was meant to be taking my daughter to dance class, but actually there's a live training that I need to be in. Okay, there's a problem here. So we start to see by having these three structures in place or these three points that I had, where we start to get conflict in those elements. And then we start having to juggle and then start to cancel out. And then what happens is, Doing this at the moment, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Study, personal, absolutely. So need to get this sorted. It, the, the one thing that has made it work for me is getting it into one place, and categorically. If you are on your day job, I mean, people don't need to know what your bookings are. Now, if you're using a color coding system and say, you know, you want to take, you're taking your daughter or your children to a dance class or, or sports or whatever it is, you know, have a color for that. Get it into your central, your one calendar, so you can see it, so you know what that color is. People don't need to know what it is. If you are moving from a nine to five and you're going into consultancy or, or, or contract work or whatever it is, and you've got some additional work, and actually there's that transition, they don't need to know what that is. As long as you've got that color in your diary that at lunchtime you're going to be doing this, and on you know, Thursday evening at seven o'clock you're going to be doing this, as long as that's color coded to what you've got in your main diary, there might be a reference, check personal diary. So you're starting to centralize all that information rather than keeping them completely separate. So it's got to, you know, even if it's study, work, whatever, you've got to bring them together so you can see it all in one place. Because your brain is like multitasking. You can scientifically proven that multitasking doesn't work. What you're doing is you're flicking between different elements. 
So the first action to do here is to make this happen. Centralize your diary so you've got one point of reference. This is going to take out so much pain from your diary and from your, your scheduling problems. Number two is blocking out time. What is your diary mostly full of? Open question for all of you right now. What is your diary mostly full of right now? Meetings, meetings, meetings. That's just from one person. Meetings, meetings, empty. Oh, nice. Got tasks. Meetings and webinars, good. So I've written a sort of list of things we're going to work on here. The key part, it should not be empty. Okay, is, is, I'm hoping that's an IT glitch because you just said your diary is empty and you're saying it should not be empty. You may want to phone IT when you finish this meeting. What I'm referring to here is putting everything into your diary. Okay, get really clear on this. If you need to be studying, if you need to have a meeting with someone, if you need to uh, make a phone call, now, if you need to put a reference point here to empty your capturing points, you need to put these things in your diary. Because if they're not in there and you have space in your diary, what happens to your diary? If you've got a gap in your diary, what happens to that gap? Someone fills it, filled by others, it's wasted, that's a good shout. The task expands to fill the space. Absolutely. Someone fills it. More often than not, 99% of the time, it will be someone else putting that on there. As the saying goes, if you don't start, you know, if you don't have an agenda at the start of your day, the first person you meet will give you one. So it's categoric that when you're blocking out time, you factor in time for all the things that you need to be doing as well. So it might, say, it might be study, it might be preparing for that meeting, it might be preparing for that project. It might be making sure you've got enough time to get to the next meeting. But when you start to block out the time, you can then start to reprioritize what's going on for you and make some decisions based on how you're controlling your schedule, not how you're leaving it open so someone else can control it for you. Hope this is making sense and we've got some, we're starting to see how we can shift things a little bit just to get a bit more control on what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. So the questions I've got written down here, I'm gonna share my screen with you. So let me know if you can see it. So what we've got here is these are the, the checkpoints for your storage from the last conversation. So you can go through, make sure, you know, this is, I'm, I'm putting this up to remind you, Listening back to last the last session that we did Thursday last week, checking to make sure that you're checking your or, or double checking your storage points, what's right, what's working, the frequency of checking them. If not, remove them, amalgamate them. Then we're going to move on. So, which diaries have you removed? So this is the idea is if you've got more than one diary, and I'll give you a way this does work in a second, is remove those multiple diaries. 
or make sure that they're synced and they are centralized. So if there's stuff on your Google, making sure that it is, you know, they, they, they do um, transfer across. The next question I'm going to ask you comes out of the, the white paper. I'm going to drop a link in there for the time management, the seven hurdles of time management white paper. You've got it. We're going to give you the link for that. You can download it. It's got all these tables and these charts in here. So you can go through all of these questions and really build your time management skills. Is why are you on the payroll? You know, what is it you actually get paid for doing? What are the KPIs? Now, what is it your what are your key performance indicators that you're actually getting paid to deliver on? What are they? More often than not, when we're looking at KPIs, there'll be there'll be three fairly high-level ones, which will be your prime responsibility, and everything else will kind of cascade from that and then feed into it. So have a think about this. You need to get clear on this. And if you're not certain, then you need to go back and look at your your job description or, or and your responsibilities. And if there's still vagueness in there, then start to have a look at the projects that you're managing and leading. Have a conversation potentially with your manager or leader to really get into the nuts and bolts of that, to get you know that depth of understanding. You know what are those key things that I need to be delivering on, and make sure it ticks the smart box. As is, it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, or results focused and time bound. How how are you supposed to measure this? The the reason I ask this is because when you know the questions to this, you can start to then block out the time to work on the right stuff. And then you can start to factor in, well, actually, is this stuff relevant? Is this stuff making the boat go faster? Is this the stuff that, you know, if I get to the end of the year, if I've done this, all of this thing here, actually, when I get to the end of the year, is someone going to say, good job, or why were you doing that? So go back and start to split those things down. And then from here, you can start to understand what are your, what are your top three projects? And I'm going to give you a model in a minute, which some of you may know about looking at what's urgent and what's important. Because when you know why you're on the payroll and what those KPIs are relevant to and what your top three projects are that are feeding those responsibilities and those um, obligations, like contractual agreements, you can then start to prioritize what it is you're working on and what's going to take up that time. And what it is, you're going to be blocking out your diary. So you've got those, you know, some of those key questions. Why are you on the payroll? Top three projects. What are they? And start blocking out that time. Okay. Start getting really clear on where you're going to focus your energy so that you can get the best results for the job. And then you can start to work around all the other elements. Actually, how am I, what, am I, what am I going to be doing here? Where do I need to be there? In, you're still on the bottom of that side, you know, stealth mode. I think in military terms, you know, that you've got stealth mode and you've got going dark. You know, when special operations are going in and they're going to infiltrate the, the enemy base and they're going to take out uh, a target, they often talk about going dark. So they, they kill radio silence, they, you know, they kill visual, they, they, everything. And now everything gets blacked out. When we start to understand what it is we're doing, 
you know the projects that we're working on the things that are most important we can then start to create pockets of time where we're going to go and do that and as i said you know, what gets scheduled gets done and the moment that you start your day with that agenda you've got control over what's going on because you can start to prioritize your actions and also prioritize the demands of other people because if that project you're working on has a deadline or it's hyper important no or is critical to another to the, the the business mission and someone else comes in and says can you make me a cup of tea you can start to weigh out far more easily because you've got it in your calendar what you're working on to the demands of the other individual and then you can marry those two up and start to ask some more questions when we talk about going dark or going into stealth mode it's about putting the time in your calendar so that you can go and get stuff done on your own terms so right now open question conscious of time but we're going to go anyway question for you now is what's one thing that you're working on that you need to allocate some time to to get done this week in the question box one thing that you need to allocate consciously and block out some time for to make sure you get done this week what is it you're working on that needs your attention to it interview prep revising training program during covid absolutely future growth and survival tender cost in the market reports nice These things that are coming in, how much time have you already factored into your diary to actually take action on? CV review. Got to ask, you know, CV review, is it your own CV or is it other people's CV because they're applying for jobs? So it's about making sure that you've got time in your calendar to actually put this in. You know, if you need half an hour to look at 10 CVs with a highlighter pen, now is the time to book that half an hour in. Because the closer you get to that, now that moment, and actually something else comes in or someone else's priority overrides what you're doing, da 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 da, da you know, you lose track on it as your email goes ping, a new action comes in, and you forget what you were doing over here because you're now working on this because you haven't prioritized it and blocked that time out in your calendar. So these projects that you're now working on, how much time do you need to allocate to them to get them done? And when do you need to allocate that time? So these are two questions for you to answer right now. How much time do you need and when do you need to make it happen? So number three, while you're answering those questions, no, that's your dark mode, that's your stealth mode. When is, you know, what is your stealth mode? So I've been told, called, you know, the, the urgent important matrix, the Eisenhower matrix. So we're gonna go with Eisenhower. Make sure I spell it right, because that would be the travesty. couple of hours this week sometime absolutely so sometime somebody is no time nobody okay the moment that we say some to something it becomes nothing 
So what we need to be doing is when we're looking at SMART goals, when we're taking action, is be super specific about it. And we say, you know, I need one hour, 47 minutes, because then you'll thought about how long this is going to take. You know, one CV, as an example, when I'm doing recruitment, one CV might take me seven and a half minutes to review. Okay, great. I've got 10 of those. Okay, X, Y, and Z. When am I going to do it? Wednesday afternoon, two o'clock. Bam, move. Because the, you know, the moment you say, oh, I need, I need somebody to do this, you know, it's like walking into a team meeting or you're going to delegate a task and you say, right, I need somebody to do this. And everyone looks down. Busy typing because they don't want any extra work. But the moment you say, Nathan, I need some help. Absolutely, I'd love to help. What can I, what can I do for you? I've got this situation. And I can make a decision whether I'm the best person or maybe we can help delegate it to somebody else. So let's get clear on that. Who here know, understands the, I hope that's helpful. Who here knows the Eisenhower matrix or the urgent important matrix, yes or no? Yes, 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 yes. Good, lots of yeses. Yes. How many people are actually using it in their decision-making when someone comes and gives them something else to do? Oh, we've got some more people saying yes. Well, tell her I've got one person saying yes. Mostly yes, no. Sometimes, good. For those that maybe don't know it, Let's just give it a super fast, urgent, not urgent, handwriting's getting worse, important, we'll abbreviate that, not imp, so whenever we get the task coming in or whether something's happening, when we've got our time blocked out, based on what it is we need to do, understanding the priority we've got and the urgency of that thing, again, something that's mission critical, business critical, person critical, whatever it is, when the other thing comes in, we've already reconciled our single diary and we can start to balance out because we can see it in the central place. I haven't got to think about multiple locations. I've made it easier for me to understand this because I understand how much time I need to get a certain job done. When the other thing comes in, I can more, you know, I can more quickly balance it and reconcile what it is that needs to happen here. This is the useful tool, but without this clarity up here, this starts to become redundant because we haven't got a clear train of thought on the first stuff that we're offsetting. And remember, you know, what is it you're saying? You know, when you say yes to something, what is it you're saying no to? And vice versa, then the, the, the opposite is true of this. But when someone else gives you something to work, you'll do your boss, your manager, and they say, you say yes, what are you actually saying no to? So we need to go in and balance. So headline, he says, if it's urgent and important, you do it. If it's important and it's not urgent, you plan it. If it's urgent, not important, delegate. And if it's neither, eliminate. 
So you can balance up the, 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 the weight of something as it comes in and put it into either each of these boxes. Let's change this language a little bit so it matches up with what's going on with our time management flow. If it's urgent and important, it goes straight into the action pot, which we're covering tomorrow. If it's not urgent and it's important, we can schedule it. If it's not important uh, and it is urgent, we can delegate it. So we can either get it onto someone else's list or get it into storage so we know that someone else is looking after it, we can have a look at it. And if it's neither, we can delete it and get it off our workload. Stop it from coming to us because it wasn't important, it's not urgent, let's deal with this in a certain way. It might be we do some leadership development, we might do some coaching to stop that request coming into us again from that individual. So we eliminate it, we delete it. So clear actions, that's quite a lot. What has been useful, well, I'm conscious of time, what's been useful from today's session? What have you taken away from today that is going to help you improve your time management? What am I actually on the payroll for? Yes. Applying the seven time management rules to the Eisenhower model. Nice, Abby. A big prod to think about the future and to task it. Absolutely. I was listening to something this morning, Frank Kern, huge internet marketing guy. Um, you know, he did a test on himself. Now, the variation between hustle and methodical planning, and he worked really, really hard. Hustle, 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 you know, the machine gun approach in comparison to strategic planning and taking, um, you know, sniper and uh, analogy type shots. And actually, the sniper thought about planned shots seemed to pay off for him uh, much better in a business sense. Blocking time, good. Look at my top three priorities and block out time for those first. Absolutely, get them in the calendar. Prep before using the matrix, clarifying mission critical, great. Coaching or feedback to stop unimportant requests coming in. Coaching and feedback is the most powerful weapon of any leader to make sure that their teams are going above and beyond them, that their teams will supersede them, that the people in their gift will go on to do greater things than, than we ever did. That's the sole responsibility of a leader is to create more leaders. We want self-sufficient individuals doing great work in their own spaces. That's why we're here. Victoria, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. So useful. I'm conscious of time. Now I've thrown a lot of content at you. Hope this is useful. What questions have you got for me right now? If you haven't got any, please say no. That's absolutely fine. You can say no, no questions. Let's me know. While those responses are coming in, we're going to share the link for the time management coaching cards as well. Now we've got some phenomenal coaching cards there around the grow coaching model we're going to be looking at leadership in a couple of weeks time we have the time management coaching cards in the chat box coming up in just a second you can get your copy of them there and you can get all the coaching cards that we do there as well whether it's mental health conversations leadership development category management which we're going to be covering and start covering this week as well they are all there huge value in those packs they're five pound phenomenal questions in there which are going to get, help you to get phenomenal results hope this has been useful for you i hope this has been useful tomorrow 
it's all about taking action and i'm looking forward to seeing you there tomorrow now i know some of you have been incredibly engaged and you're picking up some you know some core content from these sessions we would love to work with you if you know you know if, if your business would benefit from a conversation around grow coaching if your business would benefit from you know, mental health conversations if your leadership team would benefit from leadership development you know, one to you know one to many or one to one now is the time to have some conversations with us because we're here to support you make that shift we're here to help you grow your business and we're here to help you develop your teams with specialist expert skills that get results so if you've enjoyed this lunchtime learning this sticky learning with me and, and the rest of the team reach out now is the time send us a message so we can support you and help you get that best result while we transition back to the office and go back into the brave new world that we're experiencing looking forward so if that's good for you please connect thank you thank you very much really appreciate it. thank you very much for the feedback thank you colin Everybody, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a lovely rest of your day. I'm going to pick up number seven of the hurdles, and I'll see you then. Thanks a lot.